You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and the Deadwood stage is set. If we're careless with the truth from the Black Hills of Dakota to the Windy City, then I can do without you. Keep it under your hat, Adelaide, because men with their high full of honey is a secret love. Are you higher than a hawk? Well, if you love me dearly, then I can, can love you, Calamity Jane. <laughs> Calamity Jane. <laughs> Joining us today are the usual... Oh, I use the same one twice. High full of honeys <laughs> that complain about the weather, including Kevin. It's Harry. I'm planning to marry Jager. Yep, absolutely, Harry for sure. Kimberly, our a woman's touch game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Thank you. We all we all love the musical Calamity Jane. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and with us today is somebody pretty special. You may have seen her on the Nextel Woods. X Factor, On Tour and Wicked, or Broadway in the Adams Family, and the recent Evita revival. She's found awesome success in Nashville as a solo artist and as so a part of the good. band Steel Union. Let's give a big broad wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Rachel Potter. You ready for this? No. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, our pleasure. Um, you can follow her at the Rachel Potter on social media. Um, but uh, you know, let's just start with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? <laughs> she was drinking when we sang, so she chugged uh, it in. That's perfect. I am okay. So I'm drinking Splend- Spendrift. Uh, Jessica Bosk always posts about this, and I wanted to try it. So thanks, Jess. Um, <laughs> I am trying it because of you. Uh, cucumber and Tomcat gin. Oh uh, yeah, I the... love a gin. I love gin as well. The Tomcat, I haven't. I've never had it myself. Like, what do you mean? In my own possession. Oh oh. Um, oh. Pastici, where my husband works, always carries it, and it's my favorite thing when they make it in a cocktail. But today, when I saw it on the table, I was like, I'm not sure what to put in that. 
<laughs> so, my game time decision was an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah. that sounds great. Honestly, yeah. it's delicious because it's um, gin that's made with juniper and honey. Yeah. So, so it's just like real sweet. This is good. from, we've had it before, this is from the Bar Hill Reserve. Um, yep. We had the honey infused uh, gin. This Bar Hill, uh, excuse me, this Bar Hill Tomcat is, it's the honey gin, but it's barreled in American oak casks. Hmm. So it has that oaky flavor to it along with the honey. And that it's explains like the darker gin. color for a gin. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh. That everyone can see on the podcast. I thought it was whiskey yeah. when whiskey I first gin. saw the bottle because Toast. it's such a dark color. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, Bar Hill Gin, really good. And then Kevin and I have the Milagro Tequila, the silver. We do. It's mm. always smooth, always good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, nice. always good. Cool. Cheers. 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 So we're going to just start with some questions. My okay. first question for you is, um, excuse me, I'm going to go to my questions page. What's it like mm. being Harry's sister in the shadow of one of his the biggest names in magical history? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get this question a lot often in the grocery store line. Sure. Uh, oh, many, yeah. many grocery store attendants have asked me mm-hmm. this question. Yeah. Are you Harry Potter's sister? Right. <laughs> After they look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I even got a YouTube comment once um, or, or like something about my child. And it's like, oh, big mistake. She should have named her kid Harry. And I was like, then his name would have been Harry Krenning. (laughs) 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 Husbands don't take their wives' last name in this country at this time. Right. Would you? Oh, God, what is it? How do we feel about naming kids something that already have a a, a very well-known definition in pop culture? Like if you actually named your kid Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's like on the list of yes. popular names right yes. now. Yes, and I yeah. was just talking to someone about their high school friend named their daughter Khaleesi, and it's mm-hmm. like, um, he posts about it, and he's like, Khaleesi made like student of the week, and it's just like very strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, did you see the last Also, episode? you should probably have watched the whole thing before. Yeah. Before you named her. Maybe watch the end of the character. Yeah. We, make, we all make mistakes. Um, oh goodness! It is a nice name. That's the thing. Like it mm-hmm. sounds nice rolling off the tongue, mm-hmm. but like the association with what it's from is. Yeah. Just I guess unique. though, technically, Khaleesi just means queen. Yeah, it's in not that language. Did it name her Daenerys? There was yeah. a girl in my high school whose name was Misty Morning Lake. Wow. Because her wow. last name is Lake, so her parents literally named her Misty Morning. Truthfully, they she went they went all in, and I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. And Did she go by Misty Morning or just Misty? She just went by Misty. Misty, Misty Lake, Lake, but like her full name was Misty Morning Lake. Wow. Her parents smoked pot with kids at school. (laughs) (laughs) Really just like laid it out there for everyone. I honestly tried to give my child a name. Now his last name, God bless my husband, but his last name's not great. I actually didn't take it in its point of contention in our relationship. (laughs) um, You're like, I have a stage name. I do. But I mean, honestly, if I rolled back up in New York and I was like, hey, I'm Rachel Krenning, people would be like, who? But it's spelled like Cronung, K-R-O-E-N-U-N-G. So it's pronounced crowning, and it means the crowning of the king. It's German. It's like very pretty, but not the way it looks on paper. Sure. So it's like crooning or something. So yeah. Yeah. So I decided not to take it, but my child, I named him Jude Michael Crenning. So if and Jude Michael's a lovely name. Yeah, Jude Michael would be. Do you sing Hey Jude to your kid? Oh yes, Mm -hmm. and that's what he was named for. Like um, no, no shame. He was absolutely named. My my sister's middle name is Carly, and you'd be crazy not to think that that was from. 
uh, Carly Simon because yeah. my mom's a huge fan. Yeah, absolutely. Like Carly. I Carly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was, it was actually a really lovely moment. Like we had just found out because he was very much a surprise in my life, sure. and so we had just found out, and I was like sitting there with my then boyfriend, you know. So it was like complete, mm-hmm. like earth shattering moment of sure. like, holy crap, we're gonna do this. Oh my gosh, what's mm-hmm. gonna happen? And um, and my husband had turned on like a Pandora or something, Spotify, whatever. He wasn't like paying attention to what was playing. And Hey Jude came up and I was like, what do you think of that name Jude? And he's like, I actually really like it. And so I put it on the list and I tried to beat it for nine months. Yeah. Like really? I, I went through, I had a literally a document on my iPhone of just boy names. Mm-hmm. And he was just always Jude. Well, originally, I'm sure your husband originally said, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> right. And then he turned yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't make it bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> so now so, we've asked the important question. Yeah, yeah. So, the real question. So you, you, in 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 our conversation just now, if you don't remember it, just go back in the uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. no, a, a little after that. Oh, great, okay. great callback. Um, <laughs> you mentioned coming to New York. You know, coming back to New York. Mm-hmm. I guess talk a little bit about your journey into Nashville and back to New York and. And uh, kind of the differences and why you've kind of why you've made those different choices throughout your career. Sure. So I was doing. Welcome back. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I am a month back in the city now. Oh wow! Oh, I yeah. didn't realize that soon. That's does yeah. it feel different? It does feel different, and I, um, you know, I wasn't expecting a pandemic the moment that I. That's ah, true. Entered. Sure. So that's really super into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is absolutely losing her mind. So um, yeah. they're actually, their doctors quarantined them because they both have heart disease and diabetes. So oh, they really can't, they get, it. can't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their doctor like called them personally on the phone and was like, stay home. So she's absolutely freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Where do they live? They live in Nashville. Okay. Got it. But they're kind of out in the country. So I'm just hoping it won't touch them. Um, Anyway, I digress. So I came back a month ago, and the reason for all this moving around, I I was called crazy for sure when I left New York. That was back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just kind of a series of unfortunate events, to be honest, or fortunate, however you want to look at sure. it. But I had been making country music, playing country shows wherever anyone would have me in New York City. Mm-hmm. I was going to Nashville on any of my vacations because it – it was this dream that I'd always had since I was a little kid. Like, I was obsessed with country music. I used to, I had a 13 inch Emerson television in my bedroom mm-hmm. that I used to watch CMT all day. And I was never really that into theater, actually. I didn't get into theater until I was in college. Okay. Um, loved country music. So, mm-hmm. I, and um, my family isn't really even that Southern, but I just like my. You grew up in Louisiana? I, I was born there, but I grew up in St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, okay. Which is like oh. not. Southern. Not at all. Actually, even no. though it's very southern in location, it's just not. Well, the more north you go in Florida, the more southern you are. That's right. Yes. Yes. And the more south you Kevin go. Kevin is from Jacksonville. I'm from Jacksonville, yeah, so, so yeah. You know. I hear it. <laughs> so, you know, I just like always loved it and I dreamt about it since I was a little kid. That was the dream. Like, I used to design my, my album covers. Yes. And if I like ever Did you actually get to do it. No, you know, my taste shifted a little. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throw those rainbow unicorn covers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Butterfly clips on. Yeah. yeah. No, it Jellies. was just like very of that time. Uh, honestly, it probably might like, be like fun throwback if I did it now. Oh, yeah. Truly, yeah. yeah. Fly up the shelf. It was like very 90s, <laughs> yeah. what my like vision was. But I used to scour like Faith Hill's liner notes and like I, I was like obsessive about sure. country music. So, and I think now looking back on it and knowing what a theater lover that I am and have become. 
think there was some a correlation in the storytelling that I yeah. loved country because it told a story and it, mm-hmm. and it made you feel something. For sure. And that was, that was really special to me and I just yeah. really dug into that cool. because I am definitely somebody who like loves fiction and I love watching television like no shame in that I absolutely love like a Netflix binge Mm -hmm. or potentially the show Nashville actually no (laughs) 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 it was like it was all too oh yeah we loved it absolutely also not real at all Kim and I loved it we stopped but we loved it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I watched the end I read the end on Wikipedia. Oh, that's what I did. That counts. <laughs> I auditioned for it a lot. No, oh, sure. Show, but yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I was just always so obsessed with... Oh, yeah. So I was always obsessed with country music. And my dad, who passed, actually, the same year that I got pregnant in 2016, mm-hmm. he actually passed a month before I got pregnant. So that was a wild year. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah it was a lot. But... Um, he always had this dream of going to Nashville and being a section player. He was an incredible guitar player and bass player. Mm-hmm. And he never did it. And he worked for Progress Energy in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, he just worked this corporate job. And he would go play bars at night to, like, fulfill this creative need mm-hmm. in his heart. He was an incredible musician. And, like, this fear and this worry about money and, like, not being able to provide enough for the family or whatever it was always kept him from ever making that jump. And, you know, it makes me really sad because as a kid, if he'd been like, we're moving to Nashville, we'd have been like, awesome. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like so much fun. Like, I want to go. I have the album cover. Great. I already have my <laughs> yeah. album cover. That's the design you Yeah. Here's my portfolio. But, like, he built out a studio in our garage. Like, he had this passion. Oh, wow. Yeah. He Did you sing with him? Yeah, that's how I learned how to sing in the studio was he would, you know, record my demos for me and stuff. Um, and it was always like these bad karaoke tracks of like, you know, whatever country song. When the lights go down. (laughs) (laughs) I probably have one of them. Um, and so, yeah, I just, there, I saw him inevitably, and I don't mean to be such a downer, but inevitably he, uh, found his way into drugs and alcohol and he kind of lost everything. Like my parents got divorced at 18. He went through a very hard downward spiral. He was super depressed and he ended up dying like alone. Mm-hmm. and sad and without really a relationship with me or my brother because of choices that he made sure. you know through our childhood of mm-hmm. just not really being present because he was so depressed about what i truly believe was like ignoring his purpose and his calling in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that has just been so strong in me to never ignore my calling and purpose Ever because I do not want to live with regret. Mm-hmm. So that's when, a really beautiful way to like turn that around for yourself. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <I guess. laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I you know I just I've just always seen that and it's, it's I guess it's sort of like you only live once. You know that mm-hmm. that you can't spend your life miserable doing a job that you hate just because you think it's what you should do or it's what you were told you were supposed to do yeah. or you know for money. Because ultimately, yeah. like, I mean, and I don't know, maybe that's my, like, privilege, but, like, and some people just have to be working in a job that they hate because they have to provide for their mm-hmm. family, and they don't have any other options, but I guess I've just been lucky enough to kind of be able to figure it out wherever mm-hmm. I go and whatever I do, yeah. whether that's waiting tables or whatever, yeah. you know, just figuring it out. Absolutely. So, um, I started playing in, in New York and writing and going to Nashville, like I said, and making albums and just everyone that I met with in Nashville was like, if you're serious about this, you, you got to come here. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's just yeah. like New York. If you want to be on Broadway, you have to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. do it for Just pop in for a weekend here and there. Right. right. So I did. I went down there with no prospects and a, a maybe question mark job at a bar. Um, and I have some friends randomly, like seven of my best girlfriends from high school in Florida all live in Nashville now. Oh, really? So, so I had like a little bit of a community. That's, that's nice. When that's like so yeah. important to have at least some sort mm-hmm. of support Absolutely. system. For sure. Yeah. So off I went. And like three months after I got there, I saw that they were auditioned for X Factor in Long Island. And it just so happened to be, do you guys know who A Great Big World is? Um, say yes, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On you. yeah. So they're pals of mine. And mm-hmm. they've written a musical. And they asked me if I'd come up and sing some demos for them. And it just so happened that X Factor was auditioning the same day that I was like going to be here. Same mm-hmm. time frame. So I was like, eh, what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. You know, I had auditioned for The Voice three times, and I'd gotten through to Hollywood all of those three times, and in those experiences, I was not allowed to go because of the show that I was in. The producers wouldn't allow me to go to Hollywood. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it really sucked. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you don't you don't step on the toes of your Broadway producers that are, yeah. you know, you don't no. bite the hands of Fiji. So I, mm. I said, okay, and I cried about it a lot, but, you know, ultimately, I, I did the right thing, and I, I didn't, well, you know, what felt like the right thing, or mm-hmm. I didn't break that trust with them yeah. and I didn't go to Hollywood when I got through to The Voice and so I was basically like shunned from The Voice so I knew that they weren't going to take me at this point and um, so I decided to go to the X Factor and honestly I was looking at like all these people that had been on it and they had like incredible social media numbers like, mm-hmm. and, I, yeah. and ultimately that's what you want right like if you're going to you're, if you're not going to win the show and get a record deal which kind of some sometimes you don't even want to because yeah. they're such they bad deals they're locked yeah, in right. yeah. mm-hmm. so I just looked at it like okay, this is an opportunity for me to build an audience, get off the show, and, like, continue to make music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe, like, I'm a big proponent in, like, what's meant for you will not pass by you. So I believed that, like, I'm just going to show up to this whenever I feel like it, because they tell you to get there at, like, 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had friends in college that went to an audition, and it was Yeah, and I've done that nuts. before. Like, I had auditioned for American Idol in the past. Didn't even get past, like, the first <clears throat> table, like... Oh, gosh. Sure. I did that, too. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, got there, like, five in the morning in the dark and, like, slept outside. And yep. Like, how does that ever set you up for success? Yeah. To sing yeah. good. Exactly. <laughs> and then, like, you wait four hours, like, or, like, once you finally get in the space. Yeah. And then yeah. you're singing along a row of tables where there's, like, 12 tables all next to each other mm-hmm. with, like, 12 people in front of each table singing at the same time. What? And they give it's you awful. 10 seconds. And they're basically not listening to you. They're looking at you to see if you have a look they you're can sell. You're good on TV. Mm-hmm. And then they move forward. Or if you're crazy so that they oh, can yeah. make fun of you. Yeah, the people yeah. that got through in my round were like an Elvis impersonator and two really bubbly twins and like mm-hmm. all this stuff like that. I was like, yeah, wow, okay, wow, 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 wow. So I just decided to go when I wanted to. And I showed up the first day at like noon. And I was quite literally the last person that they saw that day. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you know it, my friend Will was the PA behind the table. Yeah. Um, I didn't know him then, but right. now he's my friend. Yes. And he said, wait, what's your name? Rachel Potter. Did you do Broadway? Yeah. He's like, oh my God, I love Broadway. Sanctifying gravity. <laughs> you know how everyone on Broadway so, can sing Defying right, Gravity? Of course, of course. And I did. But of course like, you did. But it was amazing because I just... It, like I said, what's meant for you is not going to pass by you. And in that moment, like, it didn't matter that I had gotten there so, so late. It yeah. didn't matter that I was the last person in line because me and Will were meant to see each other. And that was 
that that put me through. Sure. So then the next day, they're like, great, get here at 6 a.m. I got there at 11. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, like, this is what it is. I'm going to get there when I get there. It was fine. Got through, like, just kept getting through. And I was like, what's going on? Okay. Yeah. So then next You're also I'm incredibly talented. Well, oh, I, need, I, I just need to throw that, like, all this is, like, totally, like, like just going with the moment and what's meant to be will be. But, like, you're also amazing. Like, yeah. we need to throw that out there as well. Thanks. But I think when you've gone to these things before and had such a bad experience of, like, not getting through, that it feels magical when it does actually, like, the door. Oh, start. sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Because there's so many good people. And, For sure. And then what I do is very specific, and I was terrified when I finally did. It was actually in the Long Island uh, Coliseum or whatever. The it, Nassau Coliseum. Oh, yeah, Nassau. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Nassau Coliseum is where I went up in front of, of Simon and, <laughs> and the whole thing. Sure. No big deal. And I was just like, please don't make fun of me about Broadway. Like, that was... Because that's very much a thing yeah. on all of those singing reality shows. Like, you sound a little too like Broadway, and it's like, yeah. you mean highly trained? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you mean healthy and highly trained, and I can act? Right. Thank I mean, you so much. Like, yeah. I went to school for it? Yeah. Thanks. But what was really interesting was, um, I mean, it was crazy. Like, the crowd went crazy, and they, like, gave me a standing ovation, including the judges. What did you say? I sang Somebody to Love. Mm-hmm. Um, which, funny enough, like, I wasn't even going to sing that, but that's what I had sung for my original audition, and the reason I picked it was because that was my pop rock song in my book in New York. Yes. So, like, <laughs> I I knew it so well that I didn't it even have to, like, you. think about it. Right. I knew exactly what riff I would do yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. It was just all very mapped out. Yeah. So, then the night before, I was going to sing, like, God Bless the Broken Road or something, like, real downery Rascal Flats. Mm-hmm. And the night before, at like midnight, they're like, listen, we want you to sing Somebody Love. And I was like, oh, okay. And I had to like find a karaoke track. And it's very funny because people are always like, I love your country rendition. It was literally a straight queen karaoke track. (laughs) 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 No, I didn't have it like arranged. It's so funny. Like from YouTube. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. But they asked me on the stage about my experience and I told them about every single bit of my Broadway experience and they edited it all out Mm. on television. So it was funny because I got a lot of interest about it like on the internet like she's a liar like and I was like no I I didn't it's also a weird thing for shows like that to probably like someone at home in Ohio is like, well, she's already on Broadway. She has made it. She doesn't need this, you know? Right. So the show, and the, the show wants to so, feel like they're discovering you and yes. that you're the new yeah. face. And right. Whereas, so like, she has an equity yes. card. She's a bartender from Nashville. And yeah. I've been bartending for two whole months. Right. Yeah. I mean, just like, the, the Grammys, like, best new artist, like, that's probably their fifth or sixth album. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, like they've been yeah, Lizzo won a Grammy for an album that's been out for two years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's let's talk a little bit about auditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you've, speaking you've, of you've, yeah you've one. come back to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about kind of like jumping back into the New York auditioning world. Why you came back to New York and kind of how how that has changed since the last time you were here. Sure. Um, well, so why I came back to New York is um, I I loved being in Nashville. I wrote and got to experience co-writing, and I released a number of albums. Mm-hmm. And Three had, albums, right? Yeah. Uh, well. Three? Yes? Yes. Yeah. Um, and a couple of, of Christmas albums as well. Ooh, I there. love Christmas so albums. So I think five A country Christmas singles? album oh, nice. is the best yeah. you'll get. Oh, yeah. Amy Grant Christmas? Yes. All of it. I, cover, I did Tennessee Christmas yes! on my last one, but um, 
but maybe we can come back to that, but I want to tell you yeah. about that project. But, um, so all super fun. Jude, surprise baby. Uh, my husband and I ended up getting married in Nashville and, um, I was coming up here as much as I could to mm -hmm. continue to audition through those years. Mm -hmm. Um, but like we were talking about, you really have to be there if you want it. And I just missed it. Yeah. You know, I would like yeah. do regional, I do like one regional production a year. I was always like, oh, these are my people. Like, I miss this so much. And I got a lot of, uh, in Nashville, you're so theater. You know? And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, what am I, what what am I supposed to do? Look like cardboard when I say? Like, right, I yeah. don't right. know. So I felt like I never, and not to dog Nashville, because I love Nashville. And I hope to go back someday, truthfully. Sure. But, um, and make more albums and, like, continue that route. Um but what I think I've realized is that it's okay. In fact, it's wonderful if I can be a Broadway star and put out albums. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's actually a wonderful, awesome career. Like, I don't have to be a touring radio country musician to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to be winning Grammys. I can win a Tony. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's, there was this voice of like all these people talking, talking, talking. You have to move to Nashville. You have to move to Nashville. And so you I, did. I'm so glad that I did. But yeah. I think in the moment I was like, well, if I want to do this, I have to like go all in and I have to mm -hmm. give up all these other things that I do. Yeah. And I think ultimately like that's the mistake I think a lot of people make is they, they don't realize that they can kind of have it all. Like you can sure. do all of it. Look at like Megan Hilty, for example. Sure. She's oh, a yeah. friend of mine. Like, she's making albums and touring and doing concerts and doing television and doing Broadway when stuff comes up. Like she's not foregoing any of these avenues. Yeah. Um, and, and she's very happy and thriving, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I look at someone like her and I'm like, that's the career I'd love to have because she still gets to be with her babies a lot, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And we have wonderful friends in the country music realm who are, you know, like one friend in particular has had, I think he's on like his third number one, but he's gone 300, 300 and something days a year. He's on a bus. Yeah. And yeah. that's not the life that I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, to your question, I'm no, sorry. This is, I like don't apologize. This is great. Um, so I was coming up and auditioning here and there, but ultimately I just felt like I was so stressed about that one audition. Yeah. Because I would have to. Because that was the one, and you had to get on a plane, and you, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, mm -hmm. or now you can go every day. Right. And they stop mattering right. and, as much. And your performance in an audition, when it's the one thing, and you've spent $300 on a plane ticket, and you're tired, and you've flown that day, and that's all you've been able to think about for right. yep. two, three weeks is this material, you know, you're not going to perform like you would if it was your fifth audition of the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's something to that energy of, like, Cool, I'm here. If you like me, great. If not, bye. Yep. Versus like, bye. Flew here. Yeah. 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 100%. <laughs> like, please. Like, right. Rolling your suitcase <laughs> into the audition room. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I, I need this job. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Kevin gets that now. Yeah. I do. So, yes, that, that was what brought me back. Sure. So what has auditioning been like now that you're back in terms of how are you approaching it differently? Are you going in for different roles? Like, how, mm -hmm. how have you fashioned yourself to kind of break back into the audition world? Uh, well, it's definitely slower than it used to be. And I am finding that I think that I'm in this sort of, like, weird, and I'm sure for any moms out there listening, there is this very strange thing that happens after you have a kid 
um, where you're all of a sudden matronly. Like, you're like, oh, I know you have a child, so you should be playing the mom now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Whether, like, your child is three and the child in the show is 17. Uh, sure. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm being seen for roles that are not the type that I was when I left, which is confusing and a little bit of, like, an existential crisis for me because I'm like, wait, I'm not, I'm not the ingenue anymore. <laughs> um, I went through mistress. that, too. It was really yeah. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I was very lucky that I was playing... I was playing roles that were very young when I was not. So I was mm-hmm. I was playing Wednesday, who was 18, when I was 27, and mm-hmm. I was playing the mistress, who was 16, when I was 28. Mm-hmm. So, but then, like, uh, my friend Kate Rockwell, for example, we're the same age, and she's in, in high school. school. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, you know... Kate, I think she just graduated. She did. Yeah. Yesterday, <laughs> yes. right? That's so amazing. I'm actually super bummed I didn't get to see her in the show, but, you know, I just missed it. But that's okay. Um... <laughs> she was great. I'll give you my playbill. You can pretend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, but Kate is, um, she, her body is like slamming, first of all. But there's, I think that there's something to like, once you have a baby, like you can't hide it. There's just something about it. And, and Kate has not huh. entered motherhood, motherhood realm yet. And I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if that's why, that's but so I, I'm like falling into this trap of like comparison against mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. friends who are like my age, and I'm like, wait, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And I use Rodan and Fields. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, but uh, she's she's just a prime example that comes to mind is that we're the same age and yet she's still playing a teenager, but they're not thinking that I can do that anymore. Sure. And that's maybe that's that's totally fine, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like this existential crisis of who am I now and what will I be able to go in for? Sure. So, yeah. It's like a whole adventure, figuring out what yeah. the new view of you is. Yeah. And interestingly enough, like I was cast as the mistress in Evita, and I am very white. Um, and so that has definitely shifted in a very good way. Yeah. But I, I saw a few of my old Evita cast members, and I was like, we would have never done that show mm-hmm. if that show oh, came no. out today. Like, our cast was so white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I mean, I didn't even have an, I didn't even use an accent, you know, and it's, I think all of that shift is necessary and important, and I'm very glad that it's happening, but what I find even more fascinating is that we didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. We didn't even notice in 2013 yeah. or yeah. 2012. We weren't even, like, aware that that was wrong, you know, and... Um, was that the, that was the Elena Rogers... Yes. One, right? Now, plenty. There were there were plenty of very authentic sure. people in that show. Elena and was, Ricky Martin. Right, of course. <laughs> um, but the but the ensemble mm-hmm. was very much made up of mm. like of white people. No. Does the mistress so, sing? Mm-hmm. You sing the another suitcase in another hall, yes, right? Another suitcase. And I mean, I guess the mistress could have been white. There's who knows. You never right. know. Yeah, that's probably true. not. <laughs> 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 no, no, let's play a game. Let's play a okay, game. Sure. Um, just because we haven't seen each other in a while. Um, I have dirty hands on a hard body. Okay. Um, you put two hands on the table. You make a little wheel rocky beat. And then it's just a categories game. So if the category is colors, I would say red. Blue. Green. Yellow. Yellow. Oh, Kimberly, You put a hand up. If you have two hands up, then you're out. Okay. And we just play till someone wins. If you get out, you get to pick the category. Oh, Okay. 
cool. Which is fun. You're so professional at telling those rules now. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's really, really well played through. Rules that I made up a year. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. Okay, um, cool. And my favorite thing to do is, Kevin, can you start with a category? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm never so good at it. So our first category is Andrew Lloyd Webber heroines. Okay. I thought you were going to say hairstyle. Hair <laughs> 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 I was like, Christine's curly wig, yeah. the Phantom's bald wig. The lady white's long hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I know any Train hats? Two <laughs> Train hats. Heroines? He writes a lot of men, but Maybe here three. we go. Okay. Yeah, heroines. Do I start? Yeah. Okay. Amita. Meg. The train car. The mistress. Which one? <laughs> Carlotta? Oh, God, yes. I didn't think this was going yeah. this long. Narrators. Oh, I don't know my next one. I'm out of my own category. <laughs> I really didn't think There's a, really a big one. one. There's one big one that you saw with your parents. Oh, uh, Glenn Close. <laughs> I honestly uh, don't know. Norma Desmond. Okay, you got out because yeah. I would have right. been out. We will next. switch it up. Um, you switch it up. Oh, yeah, I get you to switch again. it up. Your own self. Okay, here we go. Uh, Sondheim musical characters. So men or women or whatever gender they are. We'll go through all of them. Okay. Yo. Okay. <laughs> um, I started it. Yeah. yeah. The Baker's Wife. Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Milky White. Nice. Dot. The Baker. Oh no. Oh no. What is that? It's harder than you think. No, I was it is. trying to think of Sweeney Todd of the. Joanna! God damn it. You listen to Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> oh, it wasn't just girls? No, it, no, it was anyone. But it's okay. Wow. So now it. you get to pick the category. Okay. Oh. This is exciting. She's going to do country stars, and we'll be the only ones who can oh play. Oh my god, what a great idea. <laughs> okay, let's try it. And I'll be like, um, the. Fake ones from Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Raina James. Um, let's do, let's do. Yeah. Female country artists. Okay. okay. I bet I know more than I think. I think so too. You'll start. Dolly Parton. Reba McIntyre. Faith Hill. Gretchen Wilson. Martina McBride. Amy Grant. Shania Twain. Yeah. Rachel Potter. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Casey Musgraves. Oh, yeah. Early Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> we, are we allowing that? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. She, oh, had country singer. She, she had a guitar. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were teardrops on it. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think you're out. No, no, no. I'm, I'm about to go. Are okay. you sure? Yeah. Okay, what? You sure? The Dixie Chicks. Oh, yeah. It's a save one, Brian. The Dixie Chick. <laughs> <laughs> the other Dixie Chick. Marin Morris. Oh. Is that the third Dixie Chick? No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh. oh. Loretta Lynn. Someone. Gretchen, someone. Wilson, I said that. Oh, that's what you said. Never mind. Yep. That's all uh. right. Okay. There's a whole there's a whole push right now in country music to start playing females. It's like one to every Good. nine or something but on the radio. 
Really? Pathetic, honestly. Yeah. One one woman to every nine men. That's crazy. Yeah, it's awful. And very weird. They There's have better so many... songs. Mm -hmm. They really do. They do. And all They're not boys, about trucks. I mean, no offense to them, but they all sound the same. They're all like the exact same. It's true. Yeah, algorithm or whatever. Yeah. But it works, yes. and that's why they keep doing it. Um, that's so interesting. Cool. Kimberly, okay, you pick. Yeah. Um, Are you the only one without a hand up? Correct. I hate you. I mean, not Let's really. That's terrible. Let's pick something that Brian is bad at. <clears throat> okay. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say relationships. But I was that is not that. true, Jimmy. We love you. They have a dog. I was just being funny. Um, <laughs> I love how us having a dog is proof we have a good relationship. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very well, well kept. Yeah, he hasn't broken you up. Good old, yeah. good old Ted. Yeah. Yeah, Ted's a cutie. All right, what you got, Kimberly? Um, musicals with country music. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, musicals with country music. Not a lot. Bright Star. Oh, <laughs> the girl from the North Country. But it's, yeah. it's done in a country manner. Sure. I don't. Like the, the house with country music. Okay, sorry. Best <laughs> little whorehouse in Texas. A country oh. manner! <laughs> the new, untitled, Hee Haw musical. Yeah. All right. Oh. Um, the in development, Fancy. This is oh. all crazy. Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess no. I mean, Absolutely. we talk about furries and fringes and all that. Absolutely. It's the cow, Badgers and Hammerstein. But the cow, the, 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 no, no, you're out. No. The farmer, the no. cow. Hand up. We let the first one go. The one who lived in Nashville says not. no, so you're out. You're out. Just wait. There I was, was about to say Spongebob, because I'm sure there's some country star <laughs> <laughs> song from Spongebob. Actually, Joseph I don't think so. Has the one. Joseph does have the country song. <laughs> there's one more angel <laughs> in heaven. Oh, that's true. <laughs> There should be more country musicals because. And that was Jay Armstrong Johnson at the concert. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. Like a monologue. Yes. That yes. True. There's so many good country songs that are these ridiculous stories. Yeah, that's why I liked country music. Oh. Like my mom liked country growing up, and she was like, "I just like the story," and I was like, "Me too." And it would just be like Amy Grant and then a musical, and then Amy Grant yeah. and then a musical. <laughs> yeah. In the right. car. Or Emerson Drive. Like, there's so many good yeah. stories. Yeah. All right, I got a good one. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Musicals with a one-word title. Okay. Okay. My first. Okay. Evita. Oh. Aida. Oh. Yeah. Once. Oh. oh, that's a double win. <laughs> <laughs> Company. Annie. Hair. Stretch. Just oh, kidding. I hate you. <laughs> this is the number six. Um, Kimberly, so you're out, but you make a category out. for us. Oh, I'm never out. And all first. of us have one hand up. Yes. So this is intense. Oh. Oh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Then I should make this good. Yes. Yes. What should it be? Uh, musicals oh, that start with 
the. Oh. Oh, okay. The Lion King. Um, the Fantastics. The Adams Family Musical. <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera. I have nothing. I don't know why. I was like, oh. the mouse in the middle was all that I could think, and what I was like, that's not even a show. What is the mouse and the middle? That was just where my brain went. I, I went know. to the sword and the stone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm confident so, um, that wasn't one. I get to pick the category for the two of you to face off head to head. Oh, to it's see just us now? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I, I mean, you guys are being kind. I definitely should have been out by now, but okay. So yeah. the, Listen, the category okay. is... Rachel's friends. No. <laughs> I got like three based on this interview so far. I, I uh, no, the category is um, capital cities in the United States. It's like state capitals. Okay. Ready? Okay. You, you get to go first. This is very exciting. Okay. This is very exciting. Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah. Trenton. New York City. No. Albany. Albany. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew it was Albany. Rachel wins! Yay! Yay! No. Anything no. to keep Brian from winning. Um. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's in your book? <coughs> um. If I was like... Give me a pop song. What would be your pop song? Your oh, book? let's play that game. Yeah. Okay. We'll n- we'll name the category of song, and okay. you tell me what you're gonna sing from. So your yeah, book. I pick a pop song, please. House of the Rising Sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sixteen bars of a ball- a musical theater ballad. Hmm. Maybe this time. Hmm. Oh, good one. Oh yeah. Kimberly. Up tempo. Hmm. Hmm. They're the hardest ones to find. An yeah. tempo. Because up-tempo crosses over with so much other things. Yeah. It yeah. does. Just an up-tempo musical theater. I yeah. would probably pick um, from... Do you know... Um, it, it was a Linda Edder song, and I'm sure it's from a musical. I'm I know that. Call the times with the news. <laughs> Tell them, boys, stop the presses. Yes. I've got a headline for you. Just say I certify. There's a guy whose love is true. She's so good. <clears throat> oh, thanks. She's um, so good. Shall I continue? Tell us. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, I feel like um, I've heard it before. Her I don't know. Are all so the highest, I'm trying to get to the title. Climb the highest church speaker and all the folks. I have what they're down on their knees for. I love you and it's no secret anymore. And that's oh, the name of her album, No Secret Anymore. Is right? 
I don't remember if it's not if that's what it's called. It maybe. May, it maybe. may be. I'm not sure. I love I just, that song, I'm obsessed though. with her. I've She's loved so that song great. since high school. Have you sung Big Time by her? No. That's such a good song. You should sing that song. Um, if I asked you to sing like a Golden Age Broadway song. A Golden Age Broadway song. I just had to do this and I can't remember what I chose. I'm much more of a contemporary musical theater singer. Mm-hmm. What's give me give me some golden age uh, examples? Like a like, like wouldn't it be loverly? Like a Mr. Stern Like a old classic timey like like uh, just sing. once from yeah. or was it what much more from Fantastics, Fantastics? like yeah. things like that? Oh. I can't remember what it was that I chose recently, and it was fine. What contemporary song do you go to? Um, it depends on the show, I guess. But um, I I used to I used to be all about Mama Who Bore Me back mm. in the day. Oh, but yes. I think I've aged out. I've aged out of Mama Who Bore Me. I think at this point. What? Uh, still sing it. They might just be like, what, oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a comedy song? Like, what's your comedy song? Well, I actually have um, my new philosophy in my book still. Oh, cute. And yeah. I love that song so much. Because it's a great People song, and I'm sure it? you kill it. No, but <laughs> why are you telling me? Like, I just like, <laughs> Totally. Like, love that whole thing that Christian that's, oh, Chenoweth that's a did song. with that. Yeah. Now, jumping when you so said you were more of a contemporary musical theater singer, mm-hmm. so you've also... No, Kevin, don't jump. <laughs> Sorry. I've heard you, uh, you've done quite a few of the new composers, like, kind of albums of their new music and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You were on Jonathan Reed Galt's album. Joey. You, yeah, you were on Joey's album. You were also on, oh, God. Was it Joey's that was the I Am Ready? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, what is that experience like getting to, like, sing a brand new song from musical theater composer on an album, like, kind of putting your stamp on that song? Um, well... I've always thought it was really fun, and I was always honored when they asked me to do it. Um, but I, I think maybe the funniest part is when you meet younger kids that are, like, obsessed with them, because those boys are oh, just sure. my friends, you know? Sure. And, like, when we were doing those albums, it wasn't composer Jonathan Reed Gelt. It was, like, my buddy Jonathan Reed Gelt asked me to sing a song. Mm-hmm. What this, was that? Is it called You Were There or There You um, Are? No, it's uh, Had a Dream Last Night. It's yes. Done on his. And um, I knew that's the part very of song. different. I didn't make that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think there's there sure, Kevin. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. You know, someone loved that song so much. Um, How they, much did they love it? So much that they asked me <laughs> to sing it at their wedding. Wow. Really? Last night, I sang it for this my friend, my now friend. I didn't know him then. about her mom. It was it was a gay couple, and his name's Scott Curcio, and. Um, he asked me to fly to Maine and sing it at this incredibly gorgeous venue for his wedding, and he walked down the aisle to it. Did and you do that ridiculous riff that you do on no, the album? No, I like mixed things because that it riff was is like, fun. In... I didn't want to be like drawing, like <laughs> <laughs> walking down the aisle, like define gravity riff. Like, <laughs> no, there's like a riff in the song that you do that is like, like toward like the, the last time you mm-hmm. go through the chorus, mm-hmm. and you're like da da da. Like it's like yeah. insane. I did it, but just like in a mixy tone. Oh, okay, like so a it soft. It just wasn't kind quite of. as like. <laughs> Look over here. Yeah, right, exactly. I am the that center was, of attention. That was really special. He had lost his mom, and it was like oh. very emotional for him. That sure. particular song like really reminded him of, him of his mom. So I was very honored that he asked me mm-hmm. to do it. And now we're pals. And That's so amazing. Because I know like thing. like people like me from Florida who were like grabbing every single one of these albums that I could to like feel like I was like knowing what's happening on yeah. like the 
something like that. I'm sure you probably have met a lot of people who have like specifically known your voice from those albums yes, and those songs or sure. things like that. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's neat. It's neat to see them <clears throat> succeed too. And um, yeah, it's. I hope I get to do more. Uh, Jeff Thompson is another friend that I've done like did a lot of demo work for, and and he just recently talked to me about maybe doing something with him again. And you know, so all those things are just fun and exciting little side things to sure. get your get your hands into and well could you do something for us yeah. can you go to Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin it's Kevin's corner welcome to Kevin's corner where I have three highly <laughs> but the world shifted trust yeah. me so uh, I have three highly researched questions okay that I uh, found from uh, Wikipedia and my little brain okay and, oh it's um, bigger than little <laughs> I meant like Lil it's like L-I-L bigger. L-I-L like Lil Abner yeah exactly <laughs> So we're going to kind of go down this Kevin's Corner rabbit hole and see what happens at the end. Okay. So here comes question one. And this is the name game, so it's all plays on your name. Uh, your name is Rachel. It is. Just like Rachel <laughs> Riley, a British television presenter and mathematician who co-presents the Channel 4 daytime puzzle show Countdown and its comedy spinoff, 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Okay. The Care Bear Countdown was the phrase that initiated the Care Bear stare in the Nelvana series and later versions of the Care Bears, while the original animated specials and the DIC TV series had the Care Bears initiating the Care Bear stare with the phrase, Care Bears, prepare to stare. Yeah. The stare in the crowd effect is the notion of an eyes forward, direct gaze being more directly detected by, or than an averted gaze. It was discovered by psychologist and neurophysiologist Michael von Grunow, and his psychology student, Christi- uh, Christina Marie Anston, using human suspects, the processing advantage associated with this effect is thought to derive from the importance of eye contact as a cue for social interactions. Hmm. I feel like we do that in musical theater. Absolutely. Take a spot on the wall. And just stare. Yeah. And stare. So my question is, okay. what is the best party you've ever been to? Oh, the best party. Of course. Social interactions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. With suspects. Did you say suspects? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Best, <laughs> best um, I would say the best party I've ever been to was Brooke Shields' New Year's Eve party. Whoa. At her townhouse what? in the village. What? Wow. That was like we closed Adam's family like that night or the next day. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, was she Morticia at the end? Yes. yes. Yeah. She, was, she was my mom. Why do you look at me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know these random things. I mean, it is true. Yes, but. But <laughs> that was by far the like coolest party I've ever been to. So her husband was he was a writer. He did a lot with like um comedians and stuff, mm-hmm. like Will Ferrell and the like. And like Olivia Wilde and is it Jason Jason Sudeikis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. her husband. They yes. were there. Like I did not talk to them, but they were definitely. <laughs> <in> the <same. laughs> um, but that was like probably the most star-studded party, like coolness of my life. And her house was just so beautiful and amazing. And I was just I felt so special that I got like invited into her home. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they was, trashed it, right? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Raged. Raged. But, but it was it was just like the, it was very small actually it was just like our cast you know it was sort of like a closing night party for yeah. us. Um, but I've always remembered it because she walked us through her home and it's you know her reality is just so different than ours because like our uh, us normal folks because she's been famous like her whole life yeah mm-hmm. 
And so true. she walked us through and showed us some of the amazing Blue Lagoon? things. Is that the... Uh, what's it yeah. called? Yeah, yeah. 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 Blue Lagoon. Yeah. I think even, comes even earlier like yeah, 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 yeah. she was in, in some other films when she was really young. And Wasn't she a baby model? I think so. Yeah. Like, Are we just making just... up facts now? No, no, I really no, think no, she I think was that's a true. Like, yeah. fact check on that. model. But she, yeah, so she, and she was like very good friends with Prince and Michael Jackson and like she had this incredible you know, list of friends that we could only dream of meeting ever in our mm-hmm. lifetime, you know? Yeah. She was a chi- initially a child model and gained a critical acclaim at the age of 12 for her leading role in uh, Pretty Baby, in which she Pretty played baby. a child prostitute in New Orleans at the beginning of the 20th century, but she gained widespread notoriety um, for several dramas in the 80s, including Blue Lagoon and Franco Zeffirelli's Endless Love. Yes. And the Calvin yes. Klein ad. Yes. And for how famous she is and for how long she's been famous, she is so cool and down to earth. Like, she's just such a nice person. That's always good to know. Yes. But, so the cool thing about that particular party that I will never forget is she's walking us through and she's, like, showing us, like, some decorations and some stuff she's done to the house. And, oh, this she loves skulls. So she's, like, this whole skull collection. Cool. And then she's, like, and this is um, a piece of art that Prince got me for my 16th birthday and just, like, goes by it. And I'm, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Prince, Prince? Got, just the you know, Prince got you this casually. Her okay. 16th birthday. You know, yeah. like, you he only sent me a postcard. Like yeah. what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just it was just fun to like take a glimpse into her life because I think when we are around and I've had that opportunity in a couple of different shows, like with Ricky Martin, for example. Sure. Like and the parade of famous people that came to see him in the show. And there were like J Lo was backstage. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I like saw her from like here to that door over there and she is just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not real. Like, what? No, she's not just for reference, the door is not far away. <laughs> yeah. I, again, did not talk to her. But I saw her. And I was like, oh my God, that's Jim. Cool. And so it's, I don't know. For me, I've always been fascinated with famous people because they seem like they're just sort of different breed of human than yeah. us. But it's, it's really fun. And it was fun for that moment to kind of get a glimpse into her life and how down to earth and normal she sure. is and yet not at all yeah with yeah. Prince's artwork on her wall yeah. <laughs> it's like going over to like your mom's friend's house who's just like oh come and look around oh and here's the art that Prince got me right and you're like wow okay well you did good so question two I think you're okay. gonna nail it oh your way, name? To, way to move on yeah thank you yeah. your name is still Rachel thank you just like my aunt Rachel hi Ra- aunt Rachel who lives in Cincinnati Ohio I was going to say something profound about how Ohio is the only state with at least three vowel or letters that are vowels, mm-hmm. but then I thought of like Connecticut, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and Colorado, and California, and Florida, and a slew of others. And all the other ones. So that like wasn't a thing. Uh-huh. So then I was going to say that Ohio is the shortest state name where there are three of the four letters are vowels, but then I thought of pesky little Iowa, and I was like, well, damn. Damn Yankees, not the musical, is an American rock group formed in 1989 consisting of Tommy Shaw of Six. Jack Blade of Night Ranger, Ted Nugent, and Michael Cardalone, or maybe Cardaloni, then an unknown drummer who later joined Leonard Skinnerd. Do you think it was because of the musical Damn Yankees? I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Growing up, I thought Big Leonard Skinnerd was the name of a guy with his first name being Leonard, like <clears throat> Leonard Nimoy or Leonard Cohen or Leonardo DiCaprio. So my question is, <laughs> if you were cast as Kate Winslet's so role in as Rose. In a musical retelling of the film Titanic, mm-hmm. not the 1997 Maury Yes musical, but like a brand new one, uh-huh. who would you cast in the following roles with Ooh, you? I'm excited wow. for this. <laughs> so who okay. would you cast as like the Leo's Jack 
character, Jack Dawson. Aaron Tveit. Yes. Yeah. Duh, duh, that's perfect. I have always thought Aaron Tveit was just so handsome. Mm-hmm. One time I was in an acting class and he was singing um, something from last five years. Mm. And it was when Craig Carnelia still taught class. Mm-hmm. And Craig was like, Rachel, can you just go up there and be the girl? And I was like, yes. <laughs> 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 Who would you cast as Billy Zane's bad guy, Cal? Mm. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy who, I don't know if he still is married to uh, Sutton Foster, but do you know Bobby, that Bobby Cannavale? Yes. He's, he's with uh, Rose Byrne. Hell. Yeah, Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. But, but Bobby Cannavale would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Be That's a great cast. And he's also dreamy. You want a sexy right co-star. Yeah, they're doing Medea right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, who would you cast as Kathy Bates, Margaret Molly Brown? Hmm. <gasps> Is Kathy Bates still alive and available? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, PR team would love that. I know, right? Um, I'm thinking. And recreating her role. From Kathy yeah. Bates. over 20 years. Ago. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, let's go that route. Or, you know, who else might be fun? Um, mm, no, let's stick with Kathy Bates. Or, she, yeah. or you get Beth Malone to still play that part <laughs> in another one. Yes. I love yes. that. Okay. And the last one is. The voice of the iceberg. Because <laughs> the iceberg totally has a song. Absolutely. Duh. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see the musical. Uh, okay, question three. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Your last name is Potter. <laughs> if I had known you in high school, I would have sang Mrs. Potter's Lullaby by the American rock band Counting Crows to you like all the time. I loved the song Mrs. Potter's Lullaby in high school because it's a good song but also because I was introduced to it by the sexy senior who drove me to high school when I was a sophomore, and we used to bro out about how brilliant Counting Crows were, and by bro out, I mean I had a major crush on him, but was totally in, uh, in the closet and so overcompensating by being a bro, so the only way to get closer to the sexy guy was by emotionally connecting through a seven-minute and 46-second song that was written by Counting Crows frontman Adam Duritz of an, about an imaginary version of actress Monica Potter from seeing her on screen in Con Air and Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. But I know that's not what yeah. 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 definitely. <laughs> Fun fact, serendipity led to Derrick's meeting Monica Potter at a casual supper the with, in, with industry friends, of course, okay. the day the band was recording the song Mrs. Potter's Lullaby, and so she returned to the studio with him to watch them record. They became friends, and she actually saved the song for the band when Derrick's later told her that the song was being dropped from the album because subsequent production efforts had butchered the song so bad and they didn't have the original recording. So she had actually made a tape from the from the recording that night, and so she had a clean copy of the fourth of the eighth version they recorded. So she gave him the tape, which is what's on the album. Whoa, Whoa that's such, that's really isn't yeah. that fun? Yeah, at least that's what Wikipedia says happened. I believe it. It's truth. Yeah. So my that's question crazy. is, okay, what is the greatest ice cream flavor of all time? Mint chocolate chip. Really? Yeah. Which what kind of mint chocolate chip? Okay, Are we wait, talking wait, like wait a minute, green wait a minute, or white? Wait. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say about this. Mm-hmm. I think vanilla is the best flavor, and here's why. Okay. Because you can do so much with it. It's like the chameleon of ice cream. You can put it into Coca-Cola and make a Coke float. Oh, You great. can put hot fudge and bananas with it mm-hmm. and a cherry on top and some whipped cream. You can put chocolate chips in it. You can mix it with fruit. You can do so much with it. So I would say that because of its many values... So that's good. <laughs> so my dad like is has like he's scarred by vanilla ice cream because when How? We were, because when we were it is vanilla because when we were little 
all of my siblings, we always bought vanilla ice cream and then Hershey's chocolate syrup. Yeah. And so we would, there's four of us. We would each put Hershey's syrup into the vanilla ice cream and then ask my dad to whip it up because we actually wanted chocolate ice cream. Uh-huh. So he would have to spend, like, the, after dinner, <laughs> whipping everyone's ice cream. Because also, when you whip it like that, it turns into, like, ice the consistency soup. of, like, yeah. a Frosty from Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we refused to let him buy chocolate. He had to buy vanilla and Hershey's and then whip them. <laughs> so by, like, Funny. the end of the, like, like having all four of us have our ice cream, we're all, like, so happy. He's, like, icing his <laughs> So every time we all go over, like, get vanilla ice cream. He's like, there's no vanilla ice cream in this house. But this has been Kevin's Corner. Thank you. <laughs> that was so great Kevin's Corner. Thanks. Good job. So you have a show coming up. I do. Yeah, tell yes, us about that. and I promise not to throw up at it. <laughs> we'll get to hear a lot of these really cool stories yes. and even more. Yes, I will I will definitely be telling some uh, behind-the-scenes stories of X Factor. But, cool. Um, yes, on March 23rd at 7 p.m. at the Green Room. We love the Green Room 42. Yeah, so good. Love the Green Room 42. No drink minimum. And their food is no. really good. It is really good. Yes. We had dinner there last time when we saw yeah. Eden. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Yes. I always make the mistake of ordering a salad when I go like there or 54 below. It's the loudest and weirdest thing to eat Because <laughs> I'm just like, this lettuce is too big, and I'm staring at Eden Espinosa's face with just like, Caesar dressing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, you just need to get French fries. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm going to have a few special guests. Um, cool. Marty yeah. Thomas will be joining me. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, While you're singing, will he be doing your hair? No. <laughs> no, we hadn't made any plans, but maybe just special for you guys. We could make some. <laughs> um, and my friend Omar Cardona is going to be singing with me, and he is at this time unknown, but he will be a huge, huge star. He's one of the best singers I've ever heard in my Love life. That. We did High School Musical together at Disney World. Oh, sure. You were all in that together? <laughs> yes, we were all in that together <laughs> many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, And then I'm going to have a girl named Maggie McDowell. I don't know if you guys know Maggie. I know that I know name. name. She was in Kinky Boots. And okay. um, she's that's... doing a show right now. Oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. It's Love Quirks, I think. Sure. And a little off-Broadway mm-hmm. show. Anyway, she's precious, and we're going to do something about being moms. Cool. Nice. It will be humorous. And, um, yeah, I'm going to play some... I might have another special guest that I can't confirm at this time, but something awesome. exciting. Fun. We love surprises. Parent of eight. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> All of the shows you could have done together. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But What a medley. Yeah. I know. It's just next door. Catch me if you can. A hero? Yeah, I mean, I did catch me if you can uh, reading with him. Fair. Sure, I sure. was in the same room. Oh. Yeah. That was it. Were you the, were you the fly, fly away? Oh, not no. always Karen Butler. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I was just think so. That was before I booked anything. That was like one of my first things. Oh, cool. So that's kind of cool yeah. to be like <clears throat> in the in, room with all those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah it was As really like your neat. first New York job. Very neat. Very neat. Should we uh, play a quick game? Yeah, yeah sure. 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 This one is just called The X Factor. Great. And what we have our Lights of Roma show cards in here. So what you're going to do is pick one, replace the X with that person's name. Oh, no. And then create a reality show Great. around that person. Okay. Great. It can be a competition reality show, it can be like. The Kardashians. Sure. Oh, Brian's very excited. I'm with very happy picked. with mine. Okay, I have the Gwen Verdon factor. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's all about touching your face when we're not supposed to be touching our faces right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I literally just touched. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, what was it? Gwen Verdon is a bear. Is that what we played once? Yes. 
Yeah, what was that? I don't remember. Is it, the game turned into, is it Gwen Verdon or a bear? Yeah. <laughs> With Ryan Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't well, remember. something about like bears, because yeah. Broadway bears. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was funny. I don't know. I'm gonna do a throwback, and Gwen. So it's kind of like the masked singer. Okay. But um, Gwen Verdon's in a bear costume. Okay. And a, another celebrity is in a bear costume. You're trying to guess which one's her. Figure out which one's Gwen Verdon. <laughs> which one is like. Of the celebrity of the week. This is I a weekly test. Oh, every week show. is a every different celebrity. Every week there's celebrity. a different celebrity, and you have to figure out which one is Gwen Verdon in the bear costume. I'm and, obsessed. And there are three rounds for each episode. Yeah. Round one is a dancing round. No, round three, the final round is a dancing Obviously. round. Obviously. Round two is just charades. Oh, they do bear charades? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, rest. Charades. And I guess round one is Pictionary? Yeah. Yeah. But they're in bear costumes the so whole time. So you have to time. guess if Gwen Verdon drew that or not? <laughs> yeah. And, then, and there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a, a celebrity panel every week. Yeah. Trying to guess if it's Gwen Verdon. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or a person in a bear costume yeah. that's not Gwen And Verdon. Anne Ranking is always on the panel. I, was, I thought you were going to say Anne Ranking's always the other bear. She's <laughs> <laughs> always the other bear. That's so sad. That's the Gwen Verdon factor. I love it. Wow. So I have Emily Skinner, so I have the Emily Skinner factor. Yes, you okay. do. And this is a reality show where contestants come on the show and they're actually like attached to Emily Skinner for a week. Oh. So they're like somehow like like with rope like tied together where they're mm-hmm. physically stuck together as like the sideshow twins. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's just like a reality show of like going through your week attached to Emily Skinner. Mm-hmm. Great. That would be my show. The Emily Skinner fact, I would watch it. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. I have Benj Pazic and Justin Paul. Mm. Yes. So I have the Benj Pazic and Justin Paul factor. Um, and this reality show would be much like Intervention. Um, but instead of having anyone read a letter to the person in question, a Benj Pazic and Justin Paul song would just be sung at them where they would <laughs> be required to bawl the their eyes out. Yeah. Um, and they would only air it if the people cried very loudly. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> Does anybody have a map? <laughs> yes. Like somebody's lost and you're saying, oh, I love it. I have the Kate Schindel factor. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, and so it's a bit like the search for the L Woods, mm-hmm. um, but obviously okay. the search for Vivienne. Vivienne. Um, but after you have gotten through, actually, there are three stages of the Kate Schindel factor. Okay. okay. First, you have to win a Miss America. I was like, going to say, ah, you have to okay. win Miss America first. Then you have to prove you can do eight shows a week with like crazy belting just the one time in that song. Okay. Um, but then you are all on a debate stage, not on like a presidential debate, mm-hmm. so that you can prove you could lead actors equity. Equity yeah. president. Yes. Um, and so once you've completed this. all I of those tests. tasks, um, the be. country votes. Wow. Yeah, on Super Tuesday. I love it's that. a distraction. <laughs> Super Tuesday. <laughs> I think I forgot to mention that I actually did pageants. 
Did um, you really? Oh, really? In college, so I really feel like I could do well in that show. You oh might win. Sure. I was a, well, the black sheep of the Miss Florida pageant, but um, I needed money for college, you guys. Again, <laughs> 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 and there it is. Yeah, that was great. Did what you did win? you sing for your talent? Um, I sang Gimme Gimme one year, I sang Defying Gravity one year, and mm-hmm. then uh, the last year that I did the best, I sang What Kind of Fool Am I? Also, Linda Etter. Oh. oh. Yeah. Her version's so good. That's what I used. Was that? What's the highest you got? Um, third runner-up. Oh yeah, just got flowers. Yeah, yeah, I totally got flowers. <laughs> I totally won a lot of money. I mean, it was it was the thing that made up the difference. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so well, cool. Well, on that note, that ends the episode. It oh, does. on the pageant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so that's much for joining us. <laughs> Yeah, of yeah, course. For Don't good. forget, um, the March 23rd at 7 p.m. at the greenroom42.com. You can get tickets to see her and her guests um, talking about everything from X Factor to you're going to hear her sing all the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sing everyone. some uh, lots of original stuff. Too. Oh, that's so yeah, exciting. Original country music. Very cool. Her songs are so good, guys. Check them out. If you're a fan of country music, and even if you're not, like it's the storytelling, it's real stuff. It supports the geese. So, like, really get out there and get her music. The geese. The geese. <laughs> she loves geese. She loves geese. They're great friends. Um, Do you say but, a Christmas song? Um, you know, I could if you come. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Tennessee for Total Request Live. <laughs> I think you mean you pick live with Stick Stickly. What? Did you ever watch that on Nickelodeon? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, you definitely did. I didn't know what that was. Anyway, um, you can find all of her albums wherever you find music. I watched Disney Channel. Oh, you were Disney Channel. I didn't have Disney Channel. We didn't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were Nickelodeon. Did Jersey Things not have the Disney Channel? I don't think so. My friends did. I watched Blue Crossed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you can find all of her albums where music is found. Um, Go to iTunes. You can find her albums there. You can also find us on iTunes where you can rate and review us. Five Five stars, please. Thank you. Um, You can also find us at the broadwaypodcastnetwork.com. Yep, bpn.fm backslash broadwaysted. Um, and then you can follow us at broadwaysted. You can follow Rachel at the Rachel Potter. The um, Rachel Potter. The <laughs> Rachel Potter. Oh, there's a musical with us. That's because yeah. there are so many more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Harry's sister. Oh, yeah. um, but we end every episode with a quote. Oh, yeah. We do? And today's quote is, I, it bothers me every time. I know, time. I don't know why that bothers you. I literally this say like, that yeah, every time. This, this is like episode 200 do. and something. Yeah, I know, that's all right. Um, Folks are dumb where I come from. They ain't had any learning. Still they're happy as can be doing what comes naturally. Doing what comes naturally. Folks like us could never fuss with schools and books and learning. Still we got from A to Z doing what comes naturally. Doing what comes naturally. Kind of funny song. It is a funny song. And you get your gun. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Go thank see your you. concert. Uh, yeah. Grab some of her albums. Um, oh, and Marty and I actually have a song coming out this coming Friday. Oh, cool. I forgot to mention. So um, it'll be out by the time you hear this. Because you're also on, on Marty's album. I am on Marty's album, but we are doing a mashup of Taylor Swift's Lover and uh, You Matter to Me from Waitress. Oh, cool. So that sounds fun. So yeah, you'll be able to, to hear that already. Uh, yes. You're the Jenna we all deserved. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I heard it in my hair. Fingers crossed. I'm going to make that my... B-I-T-C-H. Uh-huh. Regionally. <laughs> Amen. Honestly, yeah. Hey, release the rights, would you? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see her at the Muni. Yeah. Um, as we end every episode, we raise, <laughs> we raise our glasses. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you. Um, and as we end every episode, Zutu Cheers. 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 Thank you. Thanks.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.